Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Rival Sports Talks, episode 28. Bo, that's crazy. 28 episodes. 28. Uh, we got a co-host here. I'm Jay. This is Bo. We have, it is Friday. We do have a new Fresh Face Friday. Mr. Josh Shim. Shims. Mr. Josh Shims. Sims. Man, I appreciate you being on. It's been a, been a real pleasure getting to know you and going to high school with you. But uh, welcome to the podcast, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. I'm looking forward to talking with you guys and Good to see you again. I haven't seen you. It's been forever. It has been forever. Well, Bo, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it to you. Uh, you have a special yeah. for us. got a cool little sponsor for today. Uh, this episode is brought to you by The Paper Princess. The Paper Princess is a service that will help make your essays meet the criteria. Uh, they will check your citations, give you some grammar help, and lots more. To reach out to The Paper Princess, you can email them at thepaperprincess1 at gmail.com. I know finals is coming up. Y'all probably got like a million page uh, essays. So if y'all need some help, adding some extra adjectives in there to meet that word count, Paper Princess has got you. All righty. So uh, Thursday night football last night, a rematch of the Super Bowl a couple years ago, Rams and Patriots. And uh, Josh, we'll start with you. Uh, scale from one to 10, how bad did the Patriots look? The Rams are making everybody look bad, but I, I would say it looks like a nine. I don't want to go yeah. full on, you know, that they're terrible, you know, in the season, start to sit them, all that. But they, they looked pretty bad. I mean, Cam Newton looks like he shot his shoulders, really looking like starting to bother him, those injuries he's had for the last couple of years. It's getting colder, you know, it's getting into harder football. You know, it just really feels like it's catching up to the Patriots. And it's right. It's not going to be a good end of the year for them. They got a rough schedule coming up. Yeah, right. Yeah, dude. I mean, Cam Newton, he's just been absolutely dog crap. I remember when the Patriots signed him, everyone's like, dude, the Patriots got Cam Newton. But to me, I was just like, I've have people forgotten how messed up his shoulder is. Like every throw is like either like 30 feet over the receiver's head or like 10 feet short. That's a bit of an exaggeration, but that's kind of how it's been. So, I mean, he got benched. He got benched in that fourth quarter. Right, that's not the yeah, that's not the yeah. first time he's got benched either. So, I mean, he, no. he can't take care of the football. He can't move the ball down the field. I mean, he what did he have, like 80-something yards last night? Uh, he had 119 yeah. passing. Oh, okay. 119. Well, that helps when you're down by 21. But yeah, anyway, but it anyway. doesn't help when you, when you rush for 16 and hit with a fumble and then throw for an interception right. as well. Yeah, now right. Yeah, pick six. So, yeah, I mean, they just right. never really had any consistent offense whatsoever. They might have had 20 or 30 in a series, but they just, they were hopeless. <laughs> right. I agree. Yeah, the the thing that was really interesting to me is that it definitely showed who the better team in L.A. is. Uh, I mean, the Patriots just walked all over the Chargers last week, uh, 45 to 0, and then almost get skunked this time around, 24 to 3. Um, Josh, it's kind of like what you said, man. The Rams are just making everybody look bad right now. Um, do you see the Rams as a dark horse in the playoffs? I really don't know if they're a dark horse because uh, other than the Saints that are obviously doing really well, I mean, who else is that number two? Who's going to play the Saints in the NFC Championship? Mm. We've seen what Green Bay's done in the playoffs, you know, under you know Matt LaFleur and with Aaron Rodgers the last few times he's been healthy. Tampa Bay was everybody's hot pick. They're seven and five. I mean, the Rams, they run the ball really well. They have really good defense. They take the ball away. Yeah, I, I would I would definitely think the Rams could definitely go back to the Super Bowl. I would not be surprised. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we can get back into that one. But uh, 
Josh, I'm, I'm going to head back to you real quick. Titans at Jaguars to start off Sunday football, Tennessee versus Jacksonville. What do you got? I got to go with Tennessee. Um, they got – they really got – they came out flat against Cleveland. They really came out, and that was a big game for both teams with playoff seating. And they really got punched in the mouth. I know they came back a little bit in the second half and made it a really tough game, but I just can't see with how Jacksonville's been playing. I can't see with how fundamentally sound Tennessee has been under variable. I cannot see them having two letdowns in a row. Hmm. Okay. Mr. Bell. Yeah, I agree. I've got to go with the, the Tennessee Titans here. Um, you know, like you said, Josh, they did come out really, really flat. But then, you know, they, they made a comeback uh, towards the end of the game, and I bet they're going to keep that momentum uh, into this next ball game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are awful. So they're going to win. Yeah. yeah I got to go with uh, Tennessee on this one as well. Um, not necessarily a hot take, whatever, but I feel like if the, the Tennessee Titans lose in the playoffs this year, because they're, they're going to make the playoffs, granted. Uh, if they if they do lose in the playoffs, I feel like Mike Rabel will not be their head coach next year. Um, I, wow. I mean, look what he's I mean, yeah, he's got a great team right now. But at the same time, it's coaching at the end of the day. If you're losing to teams like Cleveland, who is notorious for always having a terrible record, granted, Cleveland's looking really good this year. But you lost against Cleveland bad. Um, you you got to have that sound that sound coaching. And that's yeah. not what Mike Brable's doing. Yeah. So yeah. it's not necessarily a hot take. Uh, it can be. But – I, I got to see Tennessee do better. Uh, hopefully this game against Jacksonville can uh, show the league what they're all about. Um, Josh, you mentioned the Buccaneers being like seven and five, something like that. Um, Vikings at Buccaneers. Who do you have in this one? I know the Buccaneers have been playing pretty bad the last few games, but I honestly think that's a product of having such a late buy and it being the first year under Arians. I think they really come out and they really do really well. I think they're going to beat the Vikings, and I think it's not going to be close. The Vikings didn't look good at all last week. And then, you know, just I really think the Buccaneers are going to come out. I think they're going to be pissed off about everybody saying how terrible they are. They're really just going to come out and smack Minnesota. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, I think that bye week is really going to help them out. Um I think they really uh, went into uh, deep work and really just kind of ran play after play after play uh, so uh, Tom can get to know his weapons that, you know, he's kind of struggled a bit to kind of be in, be in tune with this year. I think he's going to be able to figure that out. But luckily, you know, it's the Vikings, and the Vikings have been you – know, they started off slow, but they're still pretty bad. So they're going to beat the Vikings. See, this is my uh, game pick where I'm going with Minnesota. Minnesota's on – hear me out. I know. Tom Brady has lost two out of the last three. Uh, Minnesota's won two out of the last three. All right. Hey, but those two games were against the Dallas Cowboys and the Jaguars. No, they, so. they lost to the Cowboys. Oh, right. They did. They, they beat the Panthers and they beat the Jaguars by mm -hmm. one point and three points. I think it will be a close game, but I do have Minnesota winning this. I think it will be a late second field goal. But I think Kirk Cousins does pretty good. Adam Thielen catches a tutty. Uh, Jefferson gets two. Dalvin Cook just runs all over that defense because that defense is lacking right now. I mean, you saw yep. what they did against Kansas City. Their defense wasn't really there. Granted, it wasn't really a good game all in all. 
But I, I got to take Minnesota in this one. I just think that they'll outlast the Brady Buccaneers. Um, so I'm going Minnesota in this one. Um, Chiefs at Dolphins. Uh, Chiefs are very familiar with Miami. They uh, won Super Bowl. Yeah, that. Um, but no, Josh, Chiefs at Dolphins, what do you got? Hard Rock Stadium's been good to the Chiefs in 2020, but, you know, I'm not really saying a hot take, but I, I think the Dolphins will do it. I mean, if you've watched the Chiefs play over the last few weeks, even against Tampa Bay for three quarters, they really sleptwalk through that whole game when they've been playing the Chargers, when they've been playing the Raiders. And even against the Broncos, the Broncos are one of the worst teams in the NFL. And they just, for some reason, it seems like the Chiefs just do not care about the regular season. Their goal has been to run it back the whole year. I think we haven't seen the Chiefs lose a game where they're not supposed to. And I really think, you know, we saw it with the Steelers last week. You know, you're going to have to come every week and be able to play and be able to play at your 100% or you're going to get beat. So I think with... Brian Flores and that whole team. And one matchup that I'm really going to be interested to see is the Dolphins special teams. The Chiefs have not had a good special teams unit at times this year. And the Dolphins have made their name in winning a lot of these games by getting an early special teams touchdown. If the Dolphins can do that and do that quickly, I don't think the Chiefs are going to win. I'm going to write that down as a hot take. Dolphins touchdown. Yeah. Even if they don't get a touchdown, man, field position is essential. Yeah. I mean, their kickoff coverage and everything. Right. The Chiefs, the Chiefs under Dave Tober are notorious for always bringing it out. I mean, they never kneel it down. They yeah. They always bring it out. They always try and be aggressive, whether it's Hill or Hardman back there. The Dolphins can make a living, you know, making it tough for the offense. Yeah. And obviously go 85, 90 yards every drive. That's going to catch up. Yeah. I got to go with Kansas City on this one. Um, you know, like you said, Jake, uh, Kansas City has some very fond memories in Miami. Not only is it great for parties and are the women great, but they won a Super Bowl there. So, you know, they're going to be able to carry that momentum from last year. I mean, and they're also the Chiefs, and they're going to whip up on some Dolphins. They're going to drown some Dolphins on Sunday. We'll put that in the disclaimer that no animals were harmed in the making of this episode. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But we'll be harmed on Sunday, though. Hey, just get down there to Miami. Um, I don't. I don't think it's necessarily the momentum that you mentioned. Uh, I think it's the energy of Miami. Like you said, they they've won a Super Bowl there. They've played comeback football against the 49ers last year. It's just the energy that they bring coming to Hard Rock Stadium. I think that they'll yeah. be pretty good. So I got to go with Kansas City as well. Uh, I do think it'll be a two-score game. Um, I don't think it'll be a blowout necessarily. I think Tua is coming back, um, and he's got his weapons. He's got Devontae Parker. He's got a he's got a good running core. Right? Gusecki. Yeah, Mike Gusecki's coming into the league a lot lately. Um, but no, I got to go with Kansas City on this one. Um, rematch of Super Bowl Fifty: Broncos at Panthers. Uh, these teams are completely different right now. Super Bowl Fifty: you had Broncos had Peyton Manning. And Panthers had Cam Newton. A lot of the receivers are gone, but I feel like that is just over the head of the Panthers right now. It's like, hey, we lost to these this team a couple of years ago. Let's get them back. Uh, Josh, what do you what do you have in this one? Chief or Broncos at Panthers? I got to go with the Panthers. I was really impressed with the Panthers the last few weeks. I mean, when they played the Chiefs, they've just they play so sound. Teddy Bridgewater does not really turn the ball over. 
you could say whatever you want about like two minute drills or being able to drive the ball down the field. But if you're talking about the Panthers just being a team straight up, they can match up with anybody in the league. And I just don't have faith in the Broncos to do anything that's anything remote to 2015 or even the last couple of years. The Broncos, they need some help and they need it quickly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mr. Bo. Yeah, no, I mean, Drew Locke can't take care of the football. We've seen that all year. He's trying to go for the Hail Mary every single play when he could just check it down and get five or six yards. Um, and then also with Carolina, I mean, they also have some really good receivers out there too with uh, Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel. And am I forgetting one? DJ Moore. Yeah, that's who I'm forgetting. DJ Moore, the big, I, I the do, big one. I do think DJ Moore might be out again this week. Uh, okay. Misses. He's on my fantasy, and he hasn't played in like three weeks. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, DJ Moore. Yeah, no, he's solid too. I think McCaffrey's still out, right? But, yes. yeah. uh, you know, they'll be able to make up for that. Matt Rule, he's a really good coach, I think. Um, so, yeah, I got Carolina here. So, yeah, I'm one, thing, go ahead. one thing that I thought of too is that, the defense for Carolina has been playing a lot better. Jeremy Chin had the two. Uh, oh, yeah, he did. You know, so they're going to have opportunities to take the ball away. So, yeah. Uh, however, I got to go with Denver in this one. Bo, you had mentioned that he doesn't, that Drew Log doesn't do check downs or he doesn't run the ball a whole lot. I think this will be a running game for, um, for Denver. Uh, Melvin Gordon is just running the whole field right now. Yeah. Right, kind yeah. of taking the name, taking the league by storm right now. Granted, he's been in the league forever. Um, yeah. I think that he will run for 100 yards. I think check downs. I think it'll be a couple rushing touchdowns. And if anything, Philip Lindsay's right there behind him in the, the two two spot. Yeah, we got two 1,000-yard rushers. Not yeah. So, I think it'll be a running game for Denver. Uh, I think Denver takes the, the win in this one. But we'll see. Uh, Texans at Bears. Texans had a heartfelt loss on a fumble last week. Uh, how do they bounce back against the Bears? I think they do. I think with the – I know you said they lost, you know, last week against Colts on that uh, red zone fumble on that uh, pitch play. But I think they're going to beat Chicago. Deshaun Watson's playing out of his mind right now. And I think the Texans – they seem to rally against with Romeo Cornell being the coach. I think ever since Romeo Cornell has been the coach, they seem to play for him. I mean, Romeo Cornell is one of the most respected people in the league and has been for four decades at this point. You know, everybody knows that Romeo Cornell has been a great coach. And I think they're playing a lot better. They're having a lot less penalties. They've been able to rebound after not having Will Fuller. Like they've had that for a couple of weeks now. Like Deshaun Watson, you know, and in doubt, when you have two teams that are about similar in talent level, you got to go with the quarterback. And Sean Watson's one of the best of them. Yeah, you had mentioned Bo before you started. You had mentioned that uh, when you get teams are the kind of the same level, you got to go with the quarterback. I will take Deshaun Watson over Nick Foles or Mitchell Trubisky any day. I, don't I will know. take Deshaun Watson over Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles combined. Yeah, 100%. Bo, <laughs> yeah. uh, go ahead with the the game pick. Text oh yeah. Players. I got uh, Houston as well. I mean, people are, you know, crapping on Houston about how they're not very good. But, I mean, this team, they were up 24 to nothing against the Kansas City Chiefs last year. Um, so, I mean, obviously they choked. But still, they are really good. And Deshaun Watson, I mean, he's, he's absolutely sensational. And this might be a little revenge game for him because the Bears passed on him and they took Trubisky. So that'll kind of be exciting to watch, you know, watching those two quarterbacks kind of uh, 
uh, you know, play on play on Sunday. But yeah, no, I got Houston for sure. Yeah, I'm the I'm the same way. Houston, I think they bounced back from that game against the Colts. Uh, however, Deshaun Watson's gonna have a tough time with Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack is just a wrecking horse. Like that dude, anywhere on the ball, he's there. Swimming. Yeah, this will be a fun game. Yeah, yeah. yeah it'd be fun. Yeah, Khalil Mack. I'll both. Yeah, so it'll be a lot of cool stuff to watch. The team that's kind of coming on late right now is actually an NFC East team. It's the Giants. Uh, Arizona Cardinals are facing the New York Giants this week. Uh, Joe Judge is looking good as the head coach. How do you think his game plan is for Sunday against the Arizona Cardinals? I think the game plan will be sound, but depending on if Daniel Jones is healthy, because um, even if he does play, I don't think he'll be 100% just with the nature of the injury. I actually got the Cardinals um, because I think a lot of people are riding the Giants really high right now. And for good reason. They've, they've earned it. Like you said, they're on the come up. They beat Seattle. They went into Seattle and they beat them. But I really think that people are forgetting about how good the Cardinals really were in the beginning of the year. And Kyler Murray's been off the last few weeks. because He's coming off that shoulder injury, the AC joint injury. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of reasons why the Cardinals haven't been playing how they have in the beginning of the year. But I think this is kind of a trap game for the Giants because everybody's believing in them. You're kind of drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. But I think you're going to come down a little bit because I think the Cardinals are really fighting for their you know, playoff lives because you have the Vikings and Buccaneers, the two teams directly around them in the playoff seating, playing each other. So this is a very big game for the Cardinals. And you don't know if, you know, Cliff Kingsbury, if the Cardinals don't make the playoffs, the Cardinals could be looking elsewhere to try and maximize Murray, especially, you know, in his rookie contract. So I think the Cardinals really come out and they play like gangbusters. And the Giants will play well, but I just don't think it'll be enough for them to win. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'll go with Arizona on this one as well. I mean, the Giants, I mean, yeah, I don't know, they're a pretty good football team, but the Cardinals are better. Better quarterback, better receivers, better defense, better kicker. Actually, maybe not because Graham Gano is pretty good. Better long snapper. <laughs> yeah, better long snapper. <laughs> But, yeah, better assistant to the GM. But, anyway, um, yeah, dude, I mean, the the Cardinals, man, yeah, no, they're going to win. Uh, the Giants, they're decent. But, yeah, Cardinals for sure. See, I'm kind of torn right now. I know the Giants beat Seattle, and they've won last four. But I just think Arizona's the better team. Like, most definitely on paper. Most definitely on paper. Uh, and, Josh, I think it's – Colt McCoy is still starting this week. I think Daniel Jones is still out. Um, but Colt McCoy, I feel, is a college quarterback. Um, I, I mentioned that last week with Carson Wentz, is that Carson Wentz is kind of a college quarterback, and he was. Um, but I got to take Arizona in this one. I do think they have more weapons, uh, a better better game plan. However, Joe Judge is looking really good um, as the head coach there. But we'll see how it goes. Uh, I'm going to take Arizona. Um, Cowboys at Bengals, this, eh. I'm not watching that. <laughs> I'm yeah. not watching that. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a revenge factor for Andy Dalton. I mean, the, he gave nine years to Cincinnati, and the Cincinnati Bengals just kind of treated him like crap his final year, benched him on his birthday. So, I think he Andy sucks. Dalton. He deserves it. Sorry. <laughs> well, yes, but the Bengals' backup quarterback, Finley, he's not any better. So, I mean, 
the, this is the, the two word. This is the worst matchup of the week. But I do think that just even with all the injuries that the Cowboys are having, and, you know, Andy Dalton's not a good quarterback, but I just believe that the Cowboys are just a better team and they're a little bit more disciplined, not by much, but after seeing what the Bengals did against the Dolphins with their no. offensive line not even getting off the bench when they got into a fight and protecting their own teammate, like that's just a sign of a really toxic culture. And right. I can't pick a team that did that to be able to win the next week. Right. Yeah, Jake. I mean, you know me. I watch Dallas Cowboys football every week. You know, I love I love my I love my Cowboys. However, this week I'm going back to Kansas City. And at first, I was like, you know, I'm not going to chill with people during the Cowboys game. Then I was like, wait a minute. I can watch the Cowboys lose any week. I don't get to chill with the homies any week. So, hopefully, the Dallas Cowboys will see that they have lost a loyal viewer from this game and start making some better decisions. They're going to be like, hey, hey, Mike, Mike McCarthy. Yeah, you know that kid from Virginia? Yeah, he's not watching that right now. Oh, shoot. Better not call a fake punt in our own 10-yard line. But anyway, I think the, I, I think the Cowboys are going to win this one. Um, I mean, just because they have better players. Um, as long as Andy Dalton doesn't turn the ball over, and as long as Zeke holds on to the ball. Um, I think Zeke got snubbed from Walter Payton Man of the Year uh, just because, I mean, he's been so, so selfless with the way he's been playing football this year just by giving the ball to other teams. You know, so that's always nice. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, no, I got the Cowboys winning this one. Yeah, see, I'm the same way. Uh, Josh, I like how you mentioned that it's a revenge game for Andy Dalton. Uh, However, I don't think it's a revenge game at all. I think the Bengals were just tired of him because he was terrible. Um, But I do feel that Cowboys will take the cake. Uh, Jerry Jones will put Ben DiNucci in if any, if all goes bad. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> uh, no, I got to go with the uh, Cowboys in this one. I think it'll be a, a field goal game. I think it'll be low scoring. It'll just be a trash game, in my opinion. Watch it be like six to two. I would love that. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be like just watching a Royals game. <laughs> it'd, it'd be two, two to nothing, two zero. <laughs> yeah. Um, Colts at Raiders. Uh, Raiders – Pulled off the immaculate upset against the New York Jets. <laughs> yeah. How do you think, how do you think they're going to bounce back from that gracious win? I honestly think they're going to keep the momentum going. The Colts have a couple of uh, offensive line injuries. They had Anthony Costanzo that had missed practice for a few times this week. He came back and was limited. He'll probably play. But, you know, they have Cleland Furl. They have Max Crosby who have done really well. Mm-hmm. The pass rush and Paul Gunther is going to make sure to um, get to the quarterback and be aggressive. I mean, that's the Raiders' nature on defense. They're going to come after you. And I think that the Colts, um, they just have a little bit of injuries. And I just, I'm not a believer in Phillip Rivers. If you were to say like Phillip Rivers, I just don't see the Colts. They're very high floor, but they're very low ceiling. Like they're going to be the same team week to week and yeah they beat the titans a couple of weeks ago but i just feel like the raiders have a little bit more potential and the colts have a little bit of a weak spot on the offensive line especially at the tackle positions and i think they're going to be able to stop their run game the raiders are they're going to be able to stop the colts yeah i honestly think the raiders are going to do it 
You mentioned the name, Max Crosby. I, I definitely agree with that. He's very underrated uh, lineman. Uh, he just he, – he reminds me of Joey Bosa, the man yeah. that walks and backs it up. Um, but Max Crosby is just really balling out this year. Uh, good good choice on that one. Uh, but we have Chargers at – Yeah. Colts at Raiders. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Raiders winning this one, definitely. Um, I mean, I don't know if they can really count last – I mean – Yes, last week was a win, but the Jets weren't trying to win. They're trying to – they're simping for Trevor Lawrence right now. Right. So, that's how that's how they won that game. But, you know, a dub's a dub, and they'll be able to continue this um, this uh, this good feelings that they've been feeling lately, and they're going to, you know, have a fun time and beat the Colts. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Las Vegas on that one. It's just – it's easy for me. Um, do you think the Raiders make a playoff push? Yes. I I believe so. Um, just because the Dolphins have a few games. They have one one more against the Bills. They have the Patriots. That'll be tough. And obviously they play the Chiefs. Like the Raiders, I, I, yeah, I believe with their schedule that's coming up, hmm. I think they'll do it. I have faith in Gruden more than I do. Um, the Colts are uh, Brian Flores and Tua to be able to finish out the year. Uh, yep. Jets at Seahawks. Jets are without a defensive coordinator now. Uh, Greg Williams, blitz cover zero against the Seahawks. What do you have here? Yeah. That, that was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. Um, I, I cannot see the Seahawks losing back-to-back games against New York teams. I mean, you never want to just pick against a winless team just because that's the easiest way. But it's Seattle. They're coming off a loss that they absolutely feel they should not have. And under Pete Carroll, I can't remember the last time they've really lost two games in a row, especially the two teams where they're just so much better than. I know the defense has a little bit of holes, but there's nothing on the Jets' offense that's going to scare them at all. Right. I think the Seahawks bounce back. I think it'll be ugly. It'll be kind of unpredictable just because that's the nature of how Seattle plays. Like, Seattle's not going to come and just knock the doors off of any team. Like, it might be a 20-7 to 7 game, 20-10. to 10. Like, But the Seahawks, at the end of the day, are going to win. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know how on Madden sometimes you um you just edit the sliders? So you're, like, at 100 and the CPU's at zero. So you just try to see how many points you can get before you break the game. Yeah. I think that's what it's going to be like in Seattle this weekend. Oh my word, man! It's it's one of them um, uh, MVP games for Russell Wilson. He's gonna get those, those stats up, trying to get back in the conversation. Get so yeah, Seattle. Stats. Okay. Seattle. Yeah, but I think you hit it right on the coffin there. Uh, Wilson's just gonna pad his stats. Um, the Jets are terrible. I the think... Jets will gladly let him. Here's my hot take. There's, there's a man from Clemson with. Glorious Goldilocks hair and a perfect arm that is awaiting to enter New York. I will say that Jamal Adams will take a defensive touchdown and outscore the Jets this week. Mm. Oh, yeah. I forgot Jamal. That's going to, yeah. I That's think gonna they're going to dial up a blitz where Jamal Adams comes in. He's going to force a fumble. He might not be the one to recover it, but he's going he's gonna to cause a defensive score. I think they're going to just toy with the Jets. 
It's not gonna. It'll be fun to watch, but yeah, it, it will not be fun for the Jets. It'll be like how many points can Seattle score? <laughs> Seems yeah, I like that one. Jamal Adams will cause defensive touchdown. I like that. Uh, yeah, I gotta go with Seattle too. Um, they're playing the Jets. I guess we <laughs> um, divisional game: Packers at Lions. Whoo! Rogers got his 400 touchdown last week. Props to discount double check over there. Uh, yeah. Packers at Lions. Josh, what do you got? I got to go with the Packers. I I just think that Aaron Rodgers is really playing at one of his highest levels of his career. You know, you could say 2011 was better stats-wise, but I think he's a more complete player. Like, mentally, he's not making any mistakes. He's not having to throw the ball away. And with the double-headed attack they have at the running game, they have Aaron Jones. It's like been the bell cow, but then you have uh, Jamal Williams. It's really been the touchdown scorer and the outlet guy and the guy that you get out of the backfield and give him the ball. I just – I don't see the Lions having the dogs to be able to keep up with the Packers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, Aaron Rodgers has been playing out of his mind. You can tell he's completely unfazed by the Packers drafting another quarterback. On, on, uh, other, unlike another quarterback that we'll probably talk about later. Um, but, yeah, no, um, the Packers, man, they got it all. Aaron Jones, I don't know if you all saw his, like, crazy touchdown run against Philadelphia last week. 73. Dude, that was, like, one of the best runs I have seen, like, in recent memory to me. Um, So, they – I mean, a couple, you know, two guys named Aaron are just kicking butt in the NFC, and they're Mm -hmm. going to continue that in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, I got to go with Green Bay as well. Um, I think the sleeper this week in this game will will be Robert Tanyan, actually. Um, I got it. Yeah. he wasn't a whole lot involved in the game last week against Philadelphia. A uh, couple couple catches. Uh, but I think Robert Tanyan is going to be the dark horse sleeper in this one. Oh, yeah. He's um, second in touchdowns among tight ends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he's behind who? Kelsey. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, yeah. Yeah. And the Lions linebacking core is not, not the best either. They have luck. Jamie Collins, who's really old. And, you know, they, they just – yeah, Robert Tanyan, I can see that happening. I can see him scheming up and taking advantage of the linebackers and that hole in the scheme there. He picked a good year to play really well, contract right. year. Right, his contract <laughs> year. You're yeah. going to play well. Wait until your fourth year. Yeah. Yeah. Rise to Wally. Still his, is that still his rookie contract too? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was like, like a, I think he might have been – he was drafted – I don't know if he was drafted, but he was from like Indiana State or something. So yeah. I highly doubt he was drafted. Yeah, because I looked him up after uh, Rodgers was talking about him on the McAfee show, like in the interview that they do every week. And yeah. I was kind of surprised with how old Tanyan was. I thought he was a rookie just because he kind of burst onto the scene. But no, yeah. like this is his four, third or fourth year. Like he, yeah. he's really stepped it up yeah. this year. Becoming okay, well, Tanyan was cut by the Lions in 2017. He was oh, wow. picked wow. up by the Lions and then they cut him. So – but it'll be interesting to show, you know, the city of Detroit what they're missing out on. And yeah, he was undrafted at Indiana State. Yeah. Um, Falcons at Chargers. Chargers got absolutely skunked last week against the Patriots. Uh, Matt Ryan's kind of looking good, not really. Um, you got Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, 
Um, what's the running back's name? Uh, Devontae Todd Freeman Gurley. down there. Uh, Devontae Devonta Freeman. Freeman. Todd Gurley. Devontae Freeman played New York. He's oh, like, dude, I'm tripping. <laughs> <laughs> he, he wasn't. He wasn't a. Uh, he was. Wow. He was good for like a season. I'm tripping, bro. Uh, Falcons at Chargers. Josh, what do you got? I like the Falcons. When I was actually looking up, um, the Falcons have played really well the last few weeks ever since they uh, fired Dan Quinn. But they, um, they're they actually, I believe, in the bottom five or by bottom six in turning the ball over. So when you have an offense that's really as efficient as their offense is, they have Matt, Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, and Todd Gurley's been playing somewhat well. And then that defense has kind of stepped it up a little bit under Raheem Morris, and they don't turn the ball over. So I think Matt Ryan, I mean, Justin Herbert this year in the Chargers, I think the Chargers will bounce back a little bit and play better, and it'll be a good game. I think it'll be one of the sneaky, underrated games just in terms of quality. But the Chargers, regardless if they've played well, they just haven't won. And I just can't see the Chargers being able to finish, which is actually kind of weird because that's what you were saying about the Falcons in the beginning of the year. They just couldn't finish a game. They had plenty of leads, and they were just blowing them all over the place. Right. But I really think the Falcons have kind of tightened it up, and I think at this point in the year, the Falcons are a little bit better than the Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Bo, remind me of the head coach's name, Raheem what? Raheem, Raheem Morris. Morris. Yeah. That's right. That's right. He yep. used to be the Tampa Bay coach. He actually replaced Tom Gr- or John Gruden um, right. in 2009. Yeah. So, yeah. Remember that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, uh, but I got I disagree, man. I got to go with the Chargers here. Um, I know Herbert had a rough game last week, but I'm sure that helped him focus more in practice. And, you know, the Falcons, they're kind of a middle-of-the-road team, maybe a little below average. So, I think they're going to lose this one, and the Chargers are going to get their fourth dub of the year. Mm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm with Josh on this one. I got to go with Atlanta. Uh, I think Calvin Ridley's coming back. Calvin Ridley is just a baller. Touchdown yeah. machine. Yeah. Julio really Jones, product of Alabama. Uh, he has shown his worth for years. Uh, I think he continues to do that this game. I think, not to interrupt, but I think Julio Jones is the best athlete in football right now. I will drink to that. Aaron Donald. I'm Aaron Donald sick, was catching up. I'm Julio. sick and tired of people saying DK Metcalf. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, it's like I mean, T- I mean DK. Like what? He just came out. He just came out this year. <laughs> you know. Right. I mean, he was a rookie last year, but it's just like everybody loves the new Call of Duty game, but people forget how good Black Ops One was. You know. Facts. <laughs> I'm a Julio Jones supporter. I've loved him for years. Oh yeah. yeah same with like Larry Fitzgerald. He's in oh, that. Oh, I love Larry. Love. He's in that. Yeah, I think Julio Jones is kind of that new Larry Fitzgerald where it's like every year nobody really gives him his props, but at the end of the day, he's a top four, top five receiver. Yeah, easily, definitely. Easily. I love Julio. Um, moving on, Washington versus 49ers. Washington beat the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers last week. Thank you for that. I just want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Nick Salerno for uh, trying to dog me on my Alex Smith post on Facebook. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, I hope this week Alex Smith dinks and dunks all over the 49ers just for you. Uh, I got to go with Washington in this one. Washington, 
Alex Smith product, terrific. Uh, he's got a good defense behind him. Bo, you and I have talked about that before. Ryan Kerrigan's really good. Um, and just that whole defensive line is really stopping teams right now. Four first-round picks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So and they'll, good luck. <laughs> they'll be good for a while. If they just stay solid, they'll be good for a while. I got to go with Washington in, in, in this one. Uh, 49ers are playing in Arizona. Some with Santa Clara and COVID, whatever. Uh, 49ers aren't familiar with with just how Arizona feels. Uh, I got to go with Washington in this one. Mr. Josh. I actually – I got to go with the 49ers. I just think that Kyle Shanahan's just been scheming up. I mean, the run game for San Francisco – I believe that scheme will be able to outbeat the talent because the 49ers have some talent on the offensive line. And although I do believe that Washington's defensive line is better than the offensive line, I think that um, the scheme and what Shanahan's done with how Mostert's been running and how that whole team has been operating. um, I know the 49ers didn't play well against the Bills last week on Monday night, but I I think the 49ers are going to be able to do it. I think they're going to be able to expose a little bit of that second level of Washington's defense. And I think the 49ers will get it. I think they're really playing well at the end of this year. Right. See, I I, I am not biased to anybody's picks or whatever, but let me ask you this. Does Nick Mullins get it done? Garoppolo is still out. Kittle's still out. How do they get it done? You mean in this game, or are you talking yeah, about a playoff yeah, yeah. run? Just, just in this game. How do they get it done? Just in this game? I think that just the ability, like, with the scheme that they run and having, like, the three three wide receivers and the fact that they use the running backs out of the backfield and they have those check downs. Like, they don't, they're they not going to ask Nick Mullins to do much. They right. have a formula for Nick Mullins to win. He's already won a couple times this year. Yeah. I think that I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment with the fact that the Washington – football team, they beat the Steelers. Like, other than the defensive line in that running game against Dallas and against Pittsburgh, I just, I just can't see them consistently running the ball like they have the last couple of weeks. I think the 49ers are going to come out. Again, they're another team playing for their playoff lives. And yeah. I think they're going to really play. And I think, you know, being in Arizona, being forced away from their uh, stadium because of COVID, I think they're going to be a little mad. And Kyle Shanahan always has that little nugget in the back of his head whenever he plays Washington with how they treated his dad and the time that he had in Washington. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to really coach a master's master plan, and I think that's going to be the plan that lets Nick Mullen just do what he needs to do. It's not going to be great, but it'll be enough to get the dub. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I can see that. Uh, Mr. Bo. Washington, the WTFs, I mean, WFTs. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, everybody was shocked when uh, Washington beat Pittsburgh last week, but I wasn't at all, man, um, because Washington was my pregame uh, or preseason pick to win the NFC East, even over my Dallas Cowboys. Um, Washington, man, they they are good. They haven't – I mean, obviously, experienced quarterback, stud wide receiver, Antonio Gibson is making a run for being a rookie of the year consideration on that defensive line, man is unstoppable. The punter. I know I said the punter, but I love field position and that dude, Tretzway can uh, flip field position. Like it's someone else's business. 
So I got Washington winning this game. And don't be surprised if Washington finishes nine and seven. I will be surprised. Nine and seven. seven. Yeah. I will be surprised. Put that down. I think that's a hot take. Put that down. <laughs> Who do you think's gonna win? Washington or the Giants for the division if you're gonna Oh, Washington. Giants Washington. probably go like six and ten or seven and nine. But Washington. Yeah, the bro, Giants have a really rough schedule to end up. I, I do they think do. the Washington is the best team in the in the division. I just Oh, it's most definitely the Philadelphia Eagles. What do you mean? <laughs> You're going to like my pick when that comes up then. Oh, okay. Well, without further ado, Mr. Josh, Saints at Eagles, who do you have? You're going to dog me on this. I, I think the Eagles win. <laughs> okay. I, let, let me hear your prediction let, as to why. Let, let me explain why. Because, first of all, Jalen Hurts being able to start his first game, I think Saints are not going to be able to know how to prepare for him. I think we kind of forget with how Carson Wentz has been playing. Like, Doug Peterson can play call pretty well, depending on if the quarterback and if the offensive line holds together. I really think that the Saints have kind of – you know, everybody says the Saints are like 9-0 and in the last three years with the backup quarterback. Sean Payton can win with anybody. You know, but Taysom Hill, I mean, other than that Atlanta game, I just – I cannot believe that Taysom Hill is going to be the guy for the New Orleans Saints. I think the Saints are going to lose here. And I think they're going to be an early round. If if there's a hot take, I will say that the New Orleans Saints will probably be one and done in the playoffs because of Taysom Hill. Mm. Well, okay. Let me. I think Drew is going to be back. For the yeah, Drew will be back next week against Kansas City. Um, really? Oh my God! People calling me. Um, Drew will be back next week for Kansas City. I think it's week fifteen. Um, week fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So I, I get what you're saying with Taysom Hill. He's Taysom Hill. Kind of gives me. Cam Newton vibes, if that makes any sense. He's a running quarterback. He can throw if he needs to. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But, okay, I'll, uh, I'll wager that one. Uh, well, and I, I will say that the Eagles secondary is not going to be able to stop a competent passing game. And Sean Payton's going to be able to scheme up some things. But I don't know. I just – I can't can do it. I think the Eagles are going to play better than they have the last few weeks. And they're going to be able to do the upset. you got to be bold. You can't just pick the favorites every single time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, Jalen Hurts, I mean, he's he's getting his first career start in, like, one of the best defenses in the league uh, in the league this year. I mean, there's a big difference in playing at Alabama and then playing against the uh, New Orleans Saints. Mm-hmm. So, I mean – I think it's I think it's going to be closer, but I think the the Saints are going to be able to pull away with this victory. Just ride the coattails of Cam Jordan up front, Marshawn Lattimore, Marcus Williams, Demario Davis, all hey, them all them boys him. back there. Who am I missing? Trey Henderson. Trey Henderson, yeah, bro, he's like second in the league in sacks. Yeah. So yeah, behind oh, man, uh, T.J. Watt. Yeah, 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 bro, Trey Hendrickson is really coming on this year, so they'll be able to uh, defeat the Eagles. I, with all the guys that you just mentioned, Cam Jordan, Trey Henderson, Demario Davis, they find a way to stop 
Jalen Hurts. Uh, I'm going with New Orleans in this one. Uh, I think Marshawn Lattimore actually gets a pick. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Josh, that was not really a hot take, only because I can, I can see it happening. Yeah. I just don't want it to happen. So, yeah. No, I, I will say I respect the Saints defense. If I had to pick a team from the NFC that on their defense alone, if there was one team in the NFC I had to ride with, if Drew Brees is coming back, if he's going to be healthy, I just can't see with his ribs and his lungs, like he'll be 100%. If he comes back, and the Saints just have some sort of voodoo in the playoffs. I can't explain it. Like, they are great. There's no denying that they are the best team in the NFC right now for good reason. But I just – there's something about the Saints. It's almost like the Ravens kind of the last few years. Till I can see the Saints actually do something in the playoffs, I, I can't pick for them. Well, they just can't play the Rams or the Vikings in the playoffs. Then they'll be good. Or there, or, or there I, can't be any refs. There can't be any refs, and then they're good. I mean, <laughs> the Rams and the Vikings are in the playoff picture right now. I mean, if oh, the Vikings beat one and done, Vikings, baby. <laughs> Vikings will make it. Yeah, they will. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Seven. Who you got? Who you got? Saints or Philly? Uh, uh, Saints. Uh, like I said, man, I think Cam Jordan, Trey Henderson, Demario Davis, uh, Marshall Lattimore will all just carry that defensive team. It won't be an offensive game for New Orleans, but defensively they'll make some stops when they need to. A couple three and outs. Um, I'll even say uh, I'll even say a block punt. Okay. Okay. That was my hot take. Block punt. Um, I can't talk. Spell block punt. New Orleans. Me. Uh, this game. Steelers at Bills. Steelers are coming off a loss. To the Washington no names. Um, Steelers and Bills, Mr. Josh, who do you have here? I love I love Josh Allen and I love the coach. I love McDermott. I think the Bills get it done. They've been playing very well. They don't they don't have everybody gets on the Steelers for not having a run game and that is non existent, but I believe the Bills are twenty third in the NFL in rushing. That's including Josh Allen being one of the better running quarterbacks of the last couple of years. But I just believe in what the Bills are doing as a whole program. Like Josh Allen, his development from the start of the year to where he's at now, and just the belief that everybody has top down. I think you're really seeing the Bills kind of emerge as a true contender. They were good last year, but you could tell there was a little bit missing. There was something missing talent you know they didn't have just uh stefan diggs they didn't have a lot of things but they're 100 percent in with josh allen the defense has been playing well Tremaine edmonds really really good linebacker they obviously have a really good secondary so you have tredavious white you have those guys that can match up if they're just going to let big ben rip for 50 pass attempts you're not going to be able to just burn tredavious white like he's nothing like he's right. going to get you if you Test them too much. So do you think – I think the Bills are just a really good matchup against the Steelers. And yeah. I don't think it's going to be run them over. I think they're just going to be able to stop the Steelers' offense that really hasn't been doing much the last few weeks. Right, right. So you had mentioned uh, 
Ben passed a little hard, 50 pass attempts or whatever. Do you think that if uh, the first couple drives of passes don't work out, do you think that it'll turn more to a James Conner, Benny Snell run game or what? I think they should. I mean, I think that's been the formula of how the Bills have been beaten. I mean, you can run against the front four of this defense. Like, they've had a couple of games where they've had a couple of their defensive linemen just be healthy scratches because they've been trying to rotate those first four guys in and out. But they have a good back seven. They have, um, you know, the good corners and good linebackers that are good in the space. But you can run against the Bills. I mean, the Chiefs had their best running game of the year against the Bills. A lot of teams have been able to run against the Bills. But I just don't know with how the Steelers are operating with Connor coming back and everything like that. I don't know if they're going to actually lean on that. It'd be smart, but are they actually going to do that? Right, right. Uh, Bo, let me get your take on this one. Steelers or Bills? Yeah, no, um, I got to go with the Buffalo Bills here on this one. Um <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously, man. We talked about it the other day, how the Pittsburgh Steelers were the worst 11-0 team in the history of the, of the league. So they've – I mean, their schedule has been super easy. Um, I mean, it's an NFL schedule, so none of it's really easy, easy. But compared to other team schedules this year, pretty easy. Um, so they're playing the Buffalo Bills this week, and I believe they have a tougher – another tough matchup down the road. So they're going to lose this one to Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is going to be able to do what they got to do to get the get the game won. Like you said, uh, Josh, uh, Stephon Diggs, they they love him up there in Buffalo, and they desperately needed him. And I think he's going to be an X factor in this one. Uh, Jake, why don't we go ahead and write this down? He's going to burn him for two hundred yards, two hundred receiving yards. I just went ahead and put Buffalo wins. I don't care about stats in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Good old Stephen Nelson helped the Chiefs out. Yeah, for real. Just get burned by this Stephon Diggs. Do more than he did with the Chiefs for four years. Oh, yeah. Four years and overpaid budget. Um, yeah. No, Wasn't I – Wasn't as bad as Philip Gaines, though. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Dude, Philip Gaines, he, like, single-handedly lost in, like, two or three games. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. He was so bad. Is he still on a team? Hang on. I'm going to look this up. Jake, I, you do your analysis. I, I cannot imagine with how bad he is in his injury history that he's on a team. I mean, that one – I mean, that's the same way he... about Eric Berry, too, man. Like, Berry was <laughs> – Eric Berry was – is a legend, bro. He was, yeah. like, so yeah. – this and dude, nobody, nobody okay. Saw him. Okay. Well, actually, Barry did get offers. He did get. He said he got a couple offers, but he said no. I really. He said it really wasn't worth it. So I think he's retired now. Dang. I, I, would, the Cowboys, I, I, I heard the Cowboys gave him an offer to play safety. That would have been dope. We needed him. That would have been nice. Would, okay, so Philip Gaines is on the Texans. Philip Gaines is on the Texans. Yeah, is he on the roster or on the practice squad? Yeah, he is on the active roster. Wow. For Houston. Bye. Let's see. I'm going to see if he's played any games. All right, Jay, give your analysis. I'm about to look up uh, Philip Buffalo? Games. Yeah, yeah. Buffalo. I'm, I'm taking Buffalo on this one. Um, this kind of goes back to the me doing a call out on Nick Salerno. Uh, Steelers are the easiest 11-0 team in history. Uh, they will lose this game to the Bills. They will lose that number one seed in the playoffs, and they will be a first. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and say a second round exit in the playoffs. Steelers will. Um, 
I'm taking Buffalo. Josh Allen is just – he's much younger. He's quicker. And I feel like he's just a little bit smarter right now than Big Ben. Um, the Steelers are too busy worrying about whose logo they're going to dance on next, man. They're just <laughs> dog right now. Uh, I'm taking Buffalo. Uh, also, something about uh, Josh Allen. I mean, his completion percentage this year has improved uh, massively. Uh, 58.8 last year. It's just under 70 this year. That's career high. Yeah. No, he Good has him, legitimately been a top five quarterback. When yeah, you add in that rushing threat and yeah, Josh Allen, it's no longer just a name. They need to start giving him his respect. Yeah. Right. And if he wasn't if he couldn't game. throw the ball seventy yards, he'd be a tight end the way he can run. <laughs> he'd be a Taysom Hill. No, dude, he would be he'd be like uh look at six five, two forty. He's like Tanyan. Those are Tanyan's measurements. Yeah. He'd be a dog at tight end. Yeah. I bet he'd play tight end and the Steelers-Bills game is a Sunday night football game, prime time. It'll be well worth the prime in your time. Uh, Ravens at Browns, man, Monday night football. This game could go either way, in my opinion. Uh, let me get you guys' take real quick, and I'll, I'll mention mine. Mr. Josh, Ravens at Browns, what do you think? I, I would not have thought this at the beginning of the year, but I got to go to the Browns. I just – <laughs> It's because I don't have faith in Greg Roman as the Ravens' offensive coordinator. I believe in Lamar Jackson. I believe that Lamar Jackson's not as bad as he's been playing this year. I believe he's more the MVP than what he's been this year. But I really do believe that the Browns are kind of like San Francisco a little bit last year where they just keep beating people. They're beating good teams, and they're doing it the way that you want to win in December and January. They're running the ball. They have Nick Chubb, who seems to be about 100% healthy at this point. He just ran over Tennessee, and then you still have Kareem Hunt. And I just believe that their defense is opportunistic. They might not be the best defense, but they can take the ball away. And I I just think that you just have the stigma of the Browns of being the Browns. And I think because of that, until they win in January, until they win a playoff game, nobody's going to give them their due respect. But I think when they line up Monday night, I think they're really going to have that national TV audience. And they're going to say, we're real. And we're probably the best team in the AFC North. And we're going to prove it tonight. Mm. Okay. Mr. Bo? I got to go with the Baltimore Ravens here. Mm. I mean, Jake, what have I been saying the last few weeks? If there is a way to lose a game, trust me, the Cleveland Browns will find it. <laughs> there is any way possible. The Browns can and will find it. And they are going to be able to find that this week as the Baltimore Ravens will be able to uh, defeat them and uh, get on a nice little uh, groove that will lead them to the playoffs. The Ravens. Yeah. Ravens, the Ravens baby. will get in. Oh, yeah. I think the Ravens could go like 10 and 6, 11 and 5. Mm. Okay. 10 and 6 might not even get in with the records right now. Only Nine or seven teams. Only we'll find a way. The, uh, the NFC East. East. They would have had that division locked up already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, no, I got to go with Cleveland in this one. Um, but I will not be surprised if Ravens pull this one out because it is the Ravens. Ravens are a household name if you're on the East Coast. Um, Cleveland's looking really good. They have Chubb. They have Kareem Hunt. 
Baker, who can throw for a couple hundred yards like he did against Tennessee, uh, and just dogged all over them. Um, Cleveland's looking really good. Jarvis Landry is healthy. Um, there's a couple people on the Ravens who are not there. Uh, Dez is out. I mean, it's Dez Bryant. Nobody really cared about him anyways. I mean, Dez didn't really catch COVID. Uh, <laughs> I got to go with Cleveland, man. Cleveland will win this game, and uh, they'll take over that spot in the division. So, I think that is all we have for this week. We had a couple hot takes. I'll just Let me just run through these hot takes real quick. Dolphins special teams touchdown. Josh. Uh, Jets are simping for Trevor Lawrence. Bo. Jamal Adams with, will cause a defensive touchdown with for the Seattle. That's from Josh. Uh, Robert Tonyan is going to be a sleeper for Green Bay this week. It's my pick. Bo said Washington's going to finish 9-7, win the division. Um New Orleans will be a blocked punt, and all of us think Steelers will lose two in a row. Brilliant. All right. Brilliant. All right. Well, Josh, man, I appreciate you uh, hopping in on this one. We'll uh, definitely have you on again. Very, very yeah. insightful, man. We appreciate that. Um, guys, this is episode 28. Do not forget to like, subscribe, share, share with your friends, coworkers, family, whatever. Your dog. Description. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. YouTube. The whole thing. And a quick shout out to The Paper Princess is our wonderful sponsor. We thank you so much. Uh, And with that, we appreciate you guys signing off. Peace. Peace.